I used to be the guy who was very easygoing, um, happy-go-lucky, just a country boy. I grew up in the country. We had like one store. There's a little gas station. Um, I can remember two different times when I was coming up that the store was open. Um, I'll say I remember it being open twice, but then during the last uh, the last time they sold it to another guy who ran it, but a little community called Reform, Mississippi. Outside of Ackerman, it's about eight miles out of outside of town. We would do business in Ackerman or Matheston. We would go to Starkville. That's where the stores were. We went to school in Ackerman. I was born in Ackerman, but Reform is where I grew up. Reform is a different place. Um, everyone knows everyone. Everybody's pretty much respectful. I've heard that teachers have said in the past that you could always tell which kids were from reform. One thing I'll say is that um, I know myself, um, I was taught to not engage in like negative behaviors or altercations, things of that nature. I was taught to walk away. I was always taught to not say anything back, you know, just to avoid confrontation, basically. I think that my upbringing was was good. Although um, I was in a two-parent home, um, I was raised by my mom and my stepdad, my brother's dad. My stepdad taught me how to like change oil and in a vehicle to change tires. Um, he taught me those basic things. He taught me how to like wash a car, things of that nature. You know, things that a lot of young men today lack. Um, they don't have knowledge of. So I'm not complaining about my upbringing, but I will say that I lacked street smarts. I guess you could say I survived, but it took me a very, very long time to, you know, understand and to realize that just because I'm a nice guy, it doesn't mean that my niceness will be embraced. And what I'm saying is I, I would later learn in life that 
there are a lot of people who are how can I put it they are um, I guess I'll say like smarter in a sense you know they're more advanced they're more hip to what's going on they're more alert and I was just this guy kind of like a puppy just just happy you know but I would learn people and I would learn how to conduct myself so that I wouldn't be easy prey for people because that's what I believe I I was and I believe that like in a lot of of the relationships that I've been in um the chicks they they knew what type of guy I was They appreciated my loyalty. Even if they weren't loyal, they appreciated my loyalty. Even if they were playing games with me, they appreciated my loyalty. They knew that I was genuine. And that's why it was, I'll say, devastating for them to see me walk away. But I didn't get to this level of maturity until I decided to find myself. And this was at age, let's see, 35. I'm 36 now. So it took me a very long time to understand that everybody's not legit. Everybody's not loyal. It's really a dog-eat-dog world. So if you aren't on that level of maturity, keep living. I believe that you'll get there. I'll, I pray that you'll get there. But I honestly think that because I'm a nice guy, I became easy prey. Because I'm a nice guy, when people would blow their money, they would hit me up. In, in because they're in need now and because of my heart I would send them money but that got old though that got old because I started realizing that when I'm in need no one's around not that I asked them but a lot of them I sent money to they didn't send it back even though they basically vowed that they would pay it back and that taught me it, 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 it taught me 
I have kids of my own who need things. I, myself, I need things. I'm married now. We need things. I can't save everybody. I can't bail everybody out. So there's nothing wrong with being a nice person. You don't have to be easy prey to the predators. You can be stern. You can be nice. But you can stand up for yourself. You can say no. You don't have to settle. You don't have to put up with things that you don't have to put up with. And you shouldn't. I just know that today, I'm not the same guy. And the stuff that I put up with then, I won't put up with now. Whether that be in church, at work, or on the street. If I don't want to put up with it, I'm not going to put up with it. And because others are cool with things don't mean that you have to be cool with things. You are your own person. So be encouraged. Be you. You're meant to stand out. You're born with a purpose. You don't have to be a follower. Be a leader. Believe in yourself. You know, often um, a lot of women will say that they, uh, they want a good man. They're looking for a good man. They're praying that God will send them a good man, things of that nature. You gotta, you gotta really wonder what their definition of a good man is. To some, a good man is someone who will just love them unconditionally, someone who will pretty much allow them to do whatever they want to do, regardless of how disrespectful it is to him, um, as long as he loves her and basically allows her to have her way that's a good man to me that's a fool um you don't have to be a fool no one should want to be a fool i was in a relationship where i know that i was a fool and i know that the majority of the people who knew about the relationship knew that i was a fool was crazy man this uh friend best one of the best friends of the 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 chick she was telling one of my one of my homeboys um that she hates that the relationship didn't work out and that Ryan which is myself 
just don't know he could have had a good thing. She didn't say thing. She actually said the B word, but my, my, my whole issue with that is like, lady, you knew I was a fool. Why did you, like, why do you wish that I would have continued to remain one? Like, you should want a person to be better. I want people to be better. I want people to be wiser. For those who are sleeping, I want them to wake up. I was sleeping. Sleeping good. But I woke up. And for those who are asleep, basically blind to reality I want you to wake up I want for the light bulb to pop on I believe that some people actually want fools somebody who will love them and Maybe they love them back. Maybe they don't. Because I believe that as humans, we all have our own definition of what we think love is. Some people show you love by buying you things or, um, you know, love uh, basically in the form of money. And in their heart, they may believe that they love you, but... I think that love is, is is deeper than that. I think it's more than, than, than gifts, more than trips, etc. I think that love is something that is, is supposed to be genuine. I think it's more than a feeling. But that's, that's, that's my perspective. And I understand that we all have differences of opinions. I believe that Samson was a loyal cat, a loyal man. I believe that Samson really had strong feelings for Delilah. But all you got to do is read the story. Delilah played a good game. Though she was there for him in a sense. Her heart wasn't there. Her loyalty was with her people. She was still connected to her people. They spoke with her privately. They wanted to know the source of Samson's strength. And it was her duty to find that information out and to report that back to, to them. Samson didn't know what was going on. So just because a woman shows you some affection, shows you some attention, shows you some form of love doesn't mean that she really loves you. Doesn't mean that she's really for you. 
and man, did it take me a long time to to see that. Now, I won't say that all women that I've dealt with were that way. Because I've dealt with some who I believe were very genuine, very loyal. And I think that, you know, after there's no thinking to it. I mean, it's my life. It's my story. I know that after um, my divorce, I realized that I am single and it was easy for me to date one and then end that relationship and enter another one to the point where I realized, man, it's, I really can't keep doing this. I can't keep introducing my children to different people like this. I got to sit down and I tried to sit down and, you know, I set out to find myself, which was the greatest discovery. That was the greatest mission. It was a very rewarding one because in finding myself, I realized that I don't like to be bothered a lot. There are times I want to be just left alone. There are times where um, the good morning texts weren't appealing to me. Um, I realized that I have a standard. I realized that I don't have to put up with things that I don't want to put up with. Um, I realized that this is my life. And I didn't need anyone to try to tell me how I should live it, you know. But again, I believe that some women, they do want a good man. I believe that some men, they are looking for a good woman. And I believe that good people deserve good people. I don't believe that anyone should settle. If you are looking for someone, then I believe that that person should have similar views as you do. I believe that the morals should be there. Now, if you don't have morals, um, then I would suggest you find someone who doesn't have morals. If you're not loyal, I would suggest that you find someone who's not loyal. Oil and water don't mix. If you are on two different pages, one is pulling one direction, the other one is pulling the opposite direction, you're not going in the, you're not traveling in the same direction. I can't see it working. I've been in that situation. If you love the street life and your partner doesn't, I can't see that working. If you're not done entertaining those of the opposite sex and your partner is, I can't see it working. Find somebody who sees things the way that you do. Because me, I know that tomorrow isn't promised. I know that there's a 
heaven and I know that there's a hell. I know that Jesus is real and I know that he's coming back. I know that repentance is a must. I know that being born again is a must. I know what the Bible says and I believe everything that it says. I believe that when it comes to like a household, it should be a man and a woman. And children, if they have children. I believe that the two should work together. Me and my wife, we work together. We, we split bills. I've seen videos um, where women are saying things like, if you're splitting bills, then it's like your roommates. It's like you're the mom, he's the child, that type of thing. If that's how your house works, then that's how your household works. If you as a man believe that you are the, the one who pays all the bills, then that's just how your household works. What works for you, and if it's working fine, then hey, continue. But I know what works for me. It's real life. This is reality. It's not a fairy tale. And that's something that I, I was told by a pastor. Um, I won't call his name, but um, he was basically, and it, he said it, the, the, the context of that statement was dealing with, like, adultery. And he was telling me that uh, I'm looking for a fairy tale. No, nah, man, um, I'm just, hey, I don't think that I should have to put up with BS like that. And if that's a fairy tale, then let it be. So you don't have to deal with things that are hurting you. You know, a lot of women, they, they say things like a piece of, of man is better than no man at all. If a man is cheating on his wife or his woman, especially his wife, I've heard people say things like if he's cheating, then look who he comes back home to. It doesn't matter what he does out there in the street, as long as he comes back home to you. He's, you know, taking care of you. Man, that is, that's crazy. You don't have to deal with that. If you're being loyal to this man, you should expect loyalty. And vice versa, men, you don't have to deal with women who think that way. Just because she comes back home to you. It doesn't matter what she does with other men in the street. As long as she's respecting you, 
in the home. Nah, you got to respect me even when you're away from home. If you expect for me to respect you when I'm away, I expect the same thing. And it's okay, men, to think that way. It's okay, women, to think that way. You are your own person. You don't have to be like other people. You don't have to go along to get along. You don't have to be cool with things that you're not cool with. If you're not cool with it, state it. And if they can't hear you, my advice is to change the status of that relationship. If that means change your address or your significant other must change their address. Whatever needs to be done, needs to be done. Do it. Because we live in a world where it's nothing but a game. We live in a world where men have several different women, women have several different men. You shouldn't have to sit around and wait on for someone to finally come to their senses and stop hurting you. They, hey, life is short. They've been hurting you. You ought to get tired of that. Stop waiting around. Stop overlooking or blowing off people who may have great intentions because you're waiting for someone who has poor intentions. And as I said, you know, life is short. Tomorrow isn't promised, but people live as though life is very long and tomorrow is promised. You know, we live in a world where people are trying to get as many notches under their belt as possible. And by notches, I mean they're trying to have as many bodies as possible. And by bodies, I mean that they're trying to have sex with as many people as they can. There's people in marriages who still have that mindset. I know some. You don't have to be a victim. And you don't have to continue to, to live that way. You're better than that. You can do all things through Christ. Don't fear starting over and that's a lot of people's problem they don't want to start over they don't want to you know start over with someone new and find out that they're the same way that type of thing if you're not ready you're not ready me personally when I was finding myself I discovered that I'm not ready for this as a matter of fact I didn't want to be in another relationship I just got married two days ago but um during that time I didn't want to be bothered by anyone I didn't want to be in another relationship. I didn't want to just give myself fully to anyone else because that's what I was doing. I basically had given myself fully to everybody I dealt with. Everybody I was in a relationship, they knew Ryan. They knew all about me. Because I was all in. My thing is I didn't know all about them. And it wasn't everybody. 
well, some of them, I didn't know all about them. I didn't know their intentions. I didn't know how they really viewed me. I didn't know that I was a, a joke. So if you're not ready, you're not ready. Don't force it. Don't set goals like I, I, I need to be married by 30. Or I want to be married by 25 or whatever the case. Don't, don't set those goals. Focus on finding yourself. Focus on getting closer to God. This is what helped me. And when I was ready, I knew it. Now, before my marriage, I was in a relationship. I thought I was ready, but I realized after about three months that I didn't give myself enough time. I started pulling back, um, you know, there's other little issues, but to me, they seem like big issues. And my perspective is my perspective. No one has to agree with it. My standards, standards are my standards. No one has to agree with them. Because I remember sharing with a couple of my old uh, female friends from college about my standards. And uh, they basically told me I was wrong for having those standards. They're mine. You have yours. I'm not telling you you're wrong. Um, and if you feel that I'm wrong, so be it. I don't care because I don't, I'm not living for people and their expectations of me. Um, I know what I want to deal with and what I don't want to deal with. And you have that right to as well. You don't have to put up with anything that you don't want to put up with. We're not in slavery and we're not in prison. Remember that. Remember that. 